fresh general perspective, generational perspective. Fuck, dude, I'm blowing <laughs> it, dude. I'm blowing it. I'm blowing it. Right. Relax, man. Welcome to your father's favorite movies. You know what it is. Today's movie is Dawn of the Dead, 1978. George A. Romero. I'm Dakota Gray. Yeah. What's oh? I, what's that? That's Kai Holland. And oh yeah, this yeah. Is Chase. <laughs> hey, what? Yeah. And I'm Ryan. Hey, we've got special guest Ryan. Bro. Yeah, I'm back for my second podcast. Thank you for having me, guys. Ooh. Yeah. All right. So Dawn of the Dead takes place in Pennsylvania, and a zombie outbreak has started to spread across the nation, and four people take shelter inside of a mall and shenanigans ensue. <laughs> uh, so let me get everybody's uh, initial impressions on the movie. We'll start with Kai. Right. So um, I'm one. I'm on the side of the room who this is my first time seeing it. And uh, I'll be honest, I this is this is our our only movie to date that was, takes place in the 70s. It was made in the 70s. So we're going through a new decade. It's old. It, I knew it was like sort of at the beginning of this genre. I didn't expect too much from it. I actually thought I would be pretty bored. That being said, um, this movie uh, was surprisingly really entertaining. I think of this movie as like uh, Quentin Tarantino did a zombie movie, but it's just it had a little worse dialogue than a Quentin Tarantino movie. But the the humor is very like it's just such a um, a comedic violent movie, and um, it's just good for a lot of laughs. It's uh, it's not as scary as I thought it was gonna be, but yeah, that's that's my first impression. Yes, yeah, I I, uh, I also have never seen it, and um, I was expecting it to be scary. Like I I don't know, I had built it up in my head as this like all time scary horror movie. Uh, so I was kind of laughing to myself at some of like the the kill shots and like some of the gore that they do. Uh, but then again, I was thinking a lot about time. Like, you know, it's 1978, and, you know, I, I guess it's not 1950, so it's you're not freaking people out with this stuff. But there's some pretty shocking stuff. Like, there was some clear shock value that uh, they were going for, and I think that they achieved it, even even to this day. Uh, zombie, yeah. The zombies were cool. They were interesting. Um, caught a couple classic zombie rules. Um yeah, I liked it overall. I, I'm, it's going to take me a minute to figure out what I want to score it, but uh, mm. uh, it, overall, I liked it. I had fun. Yeah, so uh, this was the first horror movie, if we want to call it that, um, that like I, I was afraid of horror movies when I was younger. This was the first one I watched where it like broke my fear. I watched it and all of a sudden I became a fan of horror movies. Like I was no longer afraid and I don't know if that's because of the comedic value that maybe intentionally or not was in the film, but there's certain scenes where I found myself like laughing today as well as when I watched it probably when I was 12 or 13 uh where I found myself even laughing then and I'm like this ain't so bad. Yeah. And uh yeah, I enjoyed it I would say almost as much as when I first watched it, for sure. Wow. Uh, what, what do you think the first time you watched it was? I was probably about 12 or 13. Yeah. And, and have you seen it since? No. So oh, wow. I, I, okay. I, I watched it the one time, and I've just kind of had it in my mind as, like, the the catalyst for why I like 
horror movies now, or at least how I, I learned that I could handle them. Nice. And, and now I'm just a huge fan of the genre in general. Because yeah, I was kind of picking up on, uh, like, there's a couple moments where you were, you were, like, not sure what was going to happen next. And I was like, how familiar is he with this movie? Yeah. Like, did yeah. you see it when he was a little kid? Like, well, No. I, so a, that, that is the case. Yes, definitely. And as I watched the scenes, they were all super familiar to me. I, I couldn't probably have told you what exactly would ho- happen next, but like th- just certain kill scenes and stuff. I'm like, oh, I remember that. Like the the screwdriver through the ear. I remember oh, seeing that yeah. and being like, nice. I remember that. that well, and I think like the, I don't know, like it would be, it'd be scarier if he just like stabbed him in the ear. But he just like sort of is like, where's the ear hole? Yeah. There it is. And then he slowly just crams this thing into this guy's skull. Yeah. And then it's like he's like, he's putting like a out. little piece of chicken on a skewer. Just, yeah. yeah. A little we'll bit of Kool Aid. We'll get it on out. there. <laughs> yeah. And people's flesh in this movie felt like it was made out of butter. Just like yeah. so easy to just break through. Like, I, I had it in my mind flesh. as like creme brulee. Like it, there's like <laughs> yeah, a, a little like crunchy custard. layer on top. And then as soon as you break through it, it's just all yeah. liquid. Delicious. <laughs> so I, I was going to save this for later, but since we're on the topic, yeah. it was uh, peanut butter. What, was the flesh? Pe- no, um, the blood was a mix of, of peanut butter, water, and food coloring. Interesting. Yeah. So that's how you yeah. n- don't make convincing blood. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, it, it looks like Play-Doh at some point. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. But it, 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 ha- it added to the comedy, I think. Like, Yeah, that might be why this movie hel- helps you get over the fear of horror movies because they have like really disturbing scenes like uh, yeah, like pe- taking people's intestines out and you know, like some really violent death scenes, but they do it in such a way where you can't really take it seriously, where it's like... "Eh, Well, so with the intestine one, I actually think that almost stands up. Like, it was... I mean, it looked like a Saving Private Ryan. That that, was was definitely the best. That dude's... We're on D-Day right here. We're on Omaha Beach as that dude's belly's (laughs) getting ripped open and that guy's screaming for his mom. Like, I thought that was pretty legit, but there's definitely... A lot of other like over the top kill stuff. Yeah, like sure. like one that stood out to me was uh, he like blasts a dude with a shotgun and his whole head explodes. Oh, that was you know, perfect. I, I'm yeah. gonna do this now, I because we're 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 talking about it. But I was gonna ask you guys what was the best death of the movie, and I have some nominees. If you oh, if you okay. don't have one at the top of your, head I got already. one at the top. Yeah, of my I, head I for think sure. uh, I don't know. I don't know if I want to hear the nominees first or if I want to hear the off the top of the heads. Let's 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 do the individuals first. Absolutely, the head getting blown off was fucking hysterical. It was amazing. <laughs> That's I, think, the I think hysterical yeah. is the right word yeah. to describe it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's cause because it's like it's so clearly the, not a person. The the it's like a cake. The, <laughs> the, 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 the best part of that for me is all the other deaths before that were like slightly tame, right? You know, there was a, there was a right, couple prior to yeah. that one, and then it was yeah. just like open the door and just blown. Like you didn't even see the guy's face really. It was just blown off. This is the racist cop that he's just. Oh yeah, he's that, killing that, people. that yeah, yeah. That was another thing I don't remember because so I I I didn't do my reaction to the movie. So I have a similar, oh, shit, yeah. I have a similar uh, like nostalgia factor that Ryan has, right? So like I probably watched the movie for the first time when I was like nine or ten. So my grandma showed me the whole entire George A. Romero series, right? So Night of the Living Dead, this movie, Day of the Dead. Um, and she actually voted for the Academy Awards, and she was a she was a writer. She your, did she did reviews. Your yeah. grandmother, my grandmother, yeah, was and, a, as a screenwriter. 
Uh, she wasn't a screenwriter. She was like a movie reviewer and voted. She was p- part of the Academy. I never knew that. Um, and this is one of the movies she did a review on. And I remember her showing me this movie. And I initially loved it as a kid. And watching it now, I'm, I'm going to dig her up and tell her how wrong she was. This <laughs> so fucking, she gave it a good review. She gave it a good review. Yeah. Okay. And I'm not wow. sure that I a- agree with it. And it might just be because it's it's a little dated, which we'll talk about later. Um, but the thing I did not remember was, yeah, that racist cop. So at the beginning of the movie, there's like a raid, right? Um, all these cops are entering this building where there's been like a zombie effe- infection in the building. It's like projects or something. Right. It's like, the, it's like the projects. And this one cop is like, let's get in there and get all these goddamn Puerto Ricans. Yeah. And he's just like, it, it, use some yeah, other yeah. words too. Yeah. Use some, <laughs> yeah, other, use words some other words that we... I am legally not allowed to say. Yeah. Uh, I, yeah. I just wrote down P R and N. And then, yeah, <laughs> fill, uh, it, fill in the rest. In and the it's rest. not that like Puerto Ricans is a bad word, but the way that he was yes. using it, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way that he was using it, I don't think he was a fan of Puerto Ricans. Yeah, he seemed like he was. A, he he enjoyed shooting them. But anyway, yeah, he went. Uh, he went a little like just war wacky in there. I think, dude. He just kind of. <laughs> it was pretty, yeah. dude. It was pretty he random. Was that, kid, that actor was way into that. Role. It was pretty random. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think I said it during when, when we were watching the movie. Uh, it reminded me of Danny McBride in This Is the yeah. End. Yeah, where he's just yes. like he's gone full board. He's dumping the water on his head. He's just you know swinging the axe at people. Yep, yep, totally lost his mind. Yeah, and so, it didn't it didn't have any like effect on the plot or anything. It was just like George Romero was like, "Hey, get in there, buddy." He's like, well, "We I gotta know to sell do. this movie to the Italians." <laughs> <He's> like, I, <laughs> I also love that like every every single one of his comrades had like we'll call it. Uh, top end gear for the time and he's shooting like grandpa's shotgun yeah. like, <laughs> like everybody else has got a, a yeah. an m16 and then this dude's just in there with a just a solid pump so just <laughs> something you'd you'd hunt a buck with and he's just exterminating i, I would have liked to have seen that day on set they're like all right we did the first take now everybody go improvise and then he comes up with that and they're like dude <laughs> Jeez, whoa. Fucking, whoa. <laughs> like, whoa what's going you guys don't do nothing <laughs> Wait, this movie is about killing Puerto Ricans? What? I didn't, I didn't read the script. <laughs> so that that guy, he blows somebody's head off with a shotgun. That's Dakota's favorite, favorite death yeah. scene of the movie. Mine is uh, the, uh, they're filling the gas into a helicopter, oh, and uh, the they're getting surrounded by zombies, and then one guy steps up onto a crate, and you're like, oh, shit, Like this guy's got to stop re- like refilling the, the gas tank of the helicopter to kill this guy, and then... The top of his skull just gets like severed by the blade of the helicopter, and it's just a, it's a really good gag, gag death. And you see blood well, it, coming down his face. It's, it's kind of funny too because there's only like eight crates in in between the two of them, and the zombies like, I don't know anything else to do but just go over it. <laughs> I can't just walk to the right two feet and then go get the guy. I've got to climb the crates and then get my head chopped off by a helicopter blade. So, so a funny thing about the deaths, right? This movie was intentionally kind of comedic. Like it wasn't, it wasn't an accident. Like he had done Night of the Living Dead, right? Before this one. Before this. Oh. Um. So that was in 1968. So that's ten years before. Wow. And he ha- basically held this movie in, and he didn't want to release it because he didn't want to be typecast as like the horror director right which is hilarious because george a romero is considered one of the greatest horror directors of all time that's what he's known yeah, like for everyone associates yeah. that name but he, they associate now. that name with horror and for a while he didn't want to be known as like the horror guy so he held on to the script 
and then he for finally 10 released years, it right? for about 10 years yeah wow. and then he he finally released it um he wrote a couple rom-coms in between yeah. there or what <laughs> yeah, yeah what else he no did? he just yeah he just uh didn't really do anything in between then um well, well, probably just nothing else got funded no, yeah nothing else got funded and this movie had difficulty being funded this movie almost did not get funded and the way it got funded is there's two italian directors um Dario Argento and his brother Claudia, who really liked Night of the Living Dead, and they helped him fund the movie. And that's the reason why this movie is so difficult to find. Uh, for those of you listening, we had a really hard time finding like a stream for this movie. You couldn't yeah. buy it on Amazon Prime. You couldn't buy it on anywhere. We had to find it on like deep into YouTube. Yeah, if you don't own it on DVD. Right, and that's because those two guys were given the distribution rights, and they're the Italian directors, and... And it it was not widely released, and they've held on to that rights ever since, right? Yeah. So this this movie was released in 1978, but it was released in 1978 in Italy only. It was not released in the United States until 1979. Did they dub the language or? In the Italian, yeah, they they dubbed the language, and it was a longer version, as well. So I think the the Italian version is about a half an hour longer. Wow. Yeah. Um. A plug: If you're uh, if you're trying to find a movie and you're trying to find which streaming platforms it's on, go to justwatch.com, and that's usually what we do to find where we're gonna watch the movie for the podcast. And for this one, I went on there. There's literally nothing, and there was a a brief second where we're like, are we gonna have to switch the movie because we can't find a streaming platform for it? But somehow we got this illegal uh, YouTube streaming yeah. I, actually i didn't get the feeling that it was illegal it felt like uh it was like a presentation by these like there was like these two weird hosts that that had right. like 10 they were kind of doing a horror middle, and just skip yeah. through commentary someone else's commentary in the movie like halfway through it which i think is how they get away with it it's like a presentation i'm not even sure but hey it's on youtube they so. must be paying for the license or something you know god bless them yeah, the guy looked like uh, like if Dave Chappelle was trying to be Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically where that issue stems from is a distribution rights problem. So it's not it's not anything super exciting. It's just way back when yeah, they basically so sold off the distribution rights to these Italian directors in order to get the movie funded. If somebody would have killed those Italian directors, that would have been my favorite kill. Uh, yeah, Definitely. why don't they? Do they not like money? Why don't they want to sell it to streaming platforms? It's pretty. I, I couldn't. I could not find a reason why huh. it was so difficult to find. Besides that, yeah. Um. Yeah, I never got to uh, my my favorite death. Oh scene. yeah. Uh. So it's actually, I guess, a zombie death. Uh. But it's basically when, what's Blondie's name? Roger. Uh. He's like he goes out. They're like setting up the trucks at the front of the mall to basically block off the entrance so that they can seal things off and then have like the, you know, have the mall to themselves. So they're working on that. And I think it's the very first one, maybe the second truck. And a zombie like gets to Roger and Roger's just like hyped up. He's like just tired and has been killing zombies. And the zombie basically like gets on top of him and. Uh, Peter is like screaming at him like hold the head up hold the head up and so he just <laughs> pushes the head up and then Peter blasts the head off of this chick oh, yeah. and then it like sprays blood all over Roger's face 
And I think even in like I think that moment kind of breaks Roger a little bit. Like he's already like he's a soldier, so he's already seen war and death. And then he's killed like all these people or zombies that you know he's like, but that one like gets him. He's got blood all over his face. He's right, like, he trying did, to wipe it off, but he, he changes wanna, like, after that. Get yeah. it in his mouth. Wow. And then he's he gets so much darker after that in the movie. It's like it is. A, it's sort of like the beginning of like a shadow of him. And then eventually, they uh, when they're setting up like the fourth or fifth truck, he like drops his bag, which we've got further questions about that bag. <sighs> Uh, yeah. but that that was my favorite death is when that he holds the head up, Peter blasts the head off, and then it like freaks out Roger. I remember it uh, distinctly because you see her face and you see she gets shot from the back of the head, and then part of her face just falls yeah, off. Yeah, the front of her face gets blown yeah, out. Basically, that was cool. Real quick, I gotta say, are they cops or are they in the military? They they were cop they were cops because remember at the beginning of the movie. There's the guys that come in who are just in all green, like they look like fucking toy army men yeah, that yeah, yeah. are supposed to be the army. So they're so they're in all blue. They're supposed to be police officers. Okay. Yeah. Uh, okay. But they okay. small distinction. But I just no, no. It's important though because that's how I think that's how Roger and Peter know each other. Real quick, I think the thing that you're referencing is when they meet in the basement, and he says, "Are you in Sully's unit or whatever?" Is that what you're yeah, referencing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so let me. I think what he meant was, remember war wacky uh, racist guy? Yeah. Homeboy. uh, Roger. Peter is the one who shot him in the back and then just like walks out of there. Oh, right. So when when Roger goes down in the basement and Peter has a gun on him, you wonder like why. And he says, oh, you were in blah blah's unit. Thinks he's another honky. And he thinks he's going to like rat him out or something. And that's why uh, Roger says... I didn't see nothing, or I didn't see how he died. Yeah, I don't That's know. That's what he, he says. Oh. Yeah. So I believe they're cops, and he just knew that like Roger was with him because remember he like hops on his back and he's like trying to get him to not shoot yeah. a bunch yeah, of yeah, other minorities, yeah. and it's like. That's the impression that. I got too. Is yeah, like they bonded. That makes so, that answers yeah. the question. Okay. okay. So with uh, that in mind. Well, yeah, I, I was gonna segue as well. Yeah, by all so means. I'm curious go. where you're going. Well, we I haven't heard Ryan's favorite death yeah oh okay so i i would have said the helicopter scene because that was just gnarly i love <laughs> yeah. that but um because that would be boring let me give you another one which is i loved the when the biker gang rolls into the mall and he just tarzans from the second story off of oh, the road yeah, and with, with a sledgehammer <laughs> he just he just delivers the people's hammer to somebody's rib cage <laughs> oh dude that's oh, good i don't even have that he was like, I, like dude, thor from the top dude, i'm like dude literally the undertaker just swung from <laughs> dude, the second there, floor there were a couple wwe deaths do you do you remember when i i think it was roger he picked up one of the zombies over the balcony, yeah. dude. Oh, that uh, was satisfying. There really wasn't much protest from the zombie either. He's yeah. just kind of like, fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> Send me over. <laughs> uh, that was a, probably a fun day for the stunt guys. Definitely. You mentioned the stunt guys. I have a fun fact about the stunt guys. So a majority of the stunts were done by just the regular crew, right? So like the, the budget was so low on this movie that they mm. couldn't afford a stunt team. So they just had the, the regular crew... And the regular zombies do the stunts, right? Um, and a lot of the the zombie extras, all they were paid was a dollar and a t-shirt. 
a Don a really? Don of the Dead T-shirt. That's all they were paid. How much are those yeah. T-shirts worth? I I have no idea, but that's what they so, were paid. So they just wanted to be in a movie. They just wanted to be in a movie. That's why, like, like at, at points you can tell there's some low effort extras in there. It's, um, as far as it, like easy yeah, acting roles, yeah. though, like that's, yeah, I I felt like it just suited the zombie thing, though. Like I didn't at no point did I think like, oh, this is just like a shitty extra. Yeah, you're like so bought into the narrative. You well, know? well, Romero he decided not to give them any direction. Right, he was like, because he was like, if I tell them how they should act as a zombie, they're all going to act the same and it's going to look weird in uniform. So he, he was just like, act dead. Don't tell anybody. Right? Just mm. act dead. He didn't give them a p- specific Brilliant. like acting the process to become a zombie. He was just like, go out there and pretend that you're dead. So that's why like you see a lot of the zombies are running at little different speeds and they're acting a little different. It's because he didn't really give them any straightforward direction. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, there, there's so many cool aspects to the way that this movie was shot. Um, and I think one of the biggest ones for me that really made me buy in right away is the intro to the movie. So, like, the intro, it's like we were even, you know, we were watching on this weird stream where there's, like, somebody, like, presenting it initially. So we were like, what is this part of the movie? Is this, like, what is this? What's going on? Like, the beginning of the movie sort of has this, like, sort of nondescript music like you would see on a news show. And there's a news show happening. And, but you can't really hear what the people are saying. You know, it's kind of just happy. You can, then, then you see the guys are kind of yelling at each other, but then the camera kind of moves and you don't really think about it. And then you see like more people yelling at the people on screen. And then you like you get more diegetic sound and like you hear them like screaming at each other. Right. And you're like, what? Yeah. And, and the music slowly getting creepier and creepier. And they're adding more weird chord tones until you realize like, oh, like something has happened it's like apocalypse like everybody's falling apart and these even the newscasters can't hold it today. yeah <laughs> and, and it's it's such a great way of bringing you into like bam this just happened to, yeah to me the first like 15 minutes of the movie is the scariest part right because they're all like you said they're breaking down they're freaking out totally they're all agree. talking yeah. over each other it's very chaotic right you have that the, the the best part of the score for me was at the beginning where you have that kind of heartbeat sound in the yeah, background. Totally. It's as like they're building all, tension. It's kind of building tension, and they're all not sure what's going on. They're all being chaotic, and it felt very realistic to what would happen during a zombie apocalypse, it's, during the outbreak of the zombie apocalypse. It's a very it's creative a lo- way of sneaking right, in exposition, too. Right. It's, it's, a lot of, it's a lot of chaos. It's a lot of confusion, and they don't really – like, he doesn't dive really into, like, the background of how it started or anything like that but you're just kind of in the middle of everything popping off. And it, it I think it really works. Yeah, I, I think it it kind of, uh, not even kind of, it definitely would, it presents it in a way that I would actually take the information in in real life, which is I don't know what the answers are. So we come into this movie as a viewer in the sense that nobody knows what's going on and therefore I don't know what's going on. And it would be the same thing in real life. I have no clue what's happening. Everybody's trying to figure it out and that's the scariest part, honestly. And, and then add in a have, couple yeah. disheveled news reporters screaming at each other and like a producer yeah, behind the, scenes. They're like, still trying to make money off the TV. Like, yeah, he's like, still like, no, get your ass out there and film <laughs> the scene. Officer, stop him. And they're all like, I'm fucking out of here, dude. My family just got eaten. Like, yeah. I'm done. And it's, and it's in a weird way, it's kind of a parallel to like what's been happening right. in the world in the last couple of years, right? Because at the very beginning of all this pandemic, pandemic shit, right? 
it was very confusing for everyone, right? Yeah. There's a uh. panic. They're like, what's going to happen? What's the next couple of weeks going to be like? Or how many people are going to die? What's going on? And it's kind of that same, well, that, and, that and same I remember panic. too, with the pandemic, like you had people that were saying like, oh, this is going to be two weeks. And then you had people that are, oh, it's going to be two years. You know, right. you immediately had this like political divide that happened. And that's exactly and then, what happened in the movie. Yeah, and then they're and having the political debate on what they should do. Exactly. Yeah, I think Sh- it's to- totally right. Um, I think it was you, Dakota, who is like, yeah, it was that the scariest point in the movie? Or was it you? Yeah. Anyway, I th- yeah. I, yeah, I said it, it was the scariest because it's the most realistic point in the movie, and it's like, and the music reflects that, which is funny because as soon as the zombies start coming in. I wrote down like it's like it turns into circus music when no, the, does. the zombies yeah. start killing. It's it like does. yeah, well, this this is supposed to be the the real danger, and then and, we get to it, and, it's that, just and that's kind of that's kind of that's kind of the point where it lost me a little bit as far as ho- uh, the, the horror aspect of from uh, Grandma. Yeah, yeah, where I was like, Grandma, you fucking don't know what you're doing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> See, I I really like uh, so the, in in horror movies with music. Uh, it, it's really common to do what's called like a like contrapuntal sound, meaning you have like a really made up word. You have you have these like that. really like horrible scenes that you're seeing, but the sounds that you're hearing are like somewhat pleasant sounds, like you know circus music or children's music in like the Chucky movies. Yeah, mm. you know it's like they they and it's a way for the director to sort of like create some mental dissonance in your head where you you feel tension because you're like, oh, like I'm seeing one thing, but my ears are hearing something else. So my brain is a little whacked out and it adds to the like, yeah, you know, bite of the movie. To me in, in this particular movie, it doesn't work as well as it does in a lot of movies. I don't think it builds it, tension. Yeah, I, I, I don't think it built tension like it does in like, like when we're watching the thing, right. And they're playing Stevie wonder, which is very mm. upbeat kind of, kind of music. Right that built tension better than like it's just ridiculous circus music and i think part of it is like part of it is like in those other movies you're talking about that that music that's playing is happening in the actual world right the the world that's going on the music is playing from there where this is like the score of the movie and i don't think it has the effect that do do you think that like 1978 has something to do with that oh yeah for sure maybe they learn their lesson from 1978 and by the time that you get to uh, the thing, which the thing is eighty-two, eighty-two, but but I mean, in the same time period, there are multiple movies that have better horror effects than this oh, movie. Yeah. Jaws like, came out three years, right? Before Jaws, this one. Jaws came out. Halloween came out during right, the same, same time. Year. The ne- the next year, Alien, Alien comes out, and it's like they they do the score better, they do the building of tension better, and I I, I just I I don't know. I feel like. To me, this movie didn't age great. I wouldn't be surprised if the guy that hired to do the score for this movie, uh, his background was doing the score for pornos. <laughs> it felt it felt like the music yeah. was like there was like porno seventies music. That's funny. Well, you know, yeah, maybe that's part of the low budget. Like they yeah. they couldn't get we, the we big can't name get John guys. Williams, so we got uh, Lefty Mix Mix Switcheroo or that. <laughs> Mix Swarley, <laughs> Lefty Mix Swarley. Uh, I mean. Real quick, just do you think there is a horror movie that was made in the 1970s that would actually scare you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, the Exorcist. The Exorcist. Uh, I w- I was scared. And Alien. See, I'm. It, I, I find it comical. Really? I don't know. I just definitely we're being critical because that's the point of us being sure, here. Sure. Uh, yeah. But I just in in defense of it, I just wonder like. 
right. we, we watch these movies made now in 2022, and it's like. Yeah. So, we're so, so over. Would I actually be afraid of anything that was made in 1970? Like, maybe not, because it's it's gonna look silly. It's gonna look like the blood was made out of fucking peanut butter and food coloring. <laughs> like, that's just ridiculous. But as, as a counter to what you're saying, I'll, I'll give it like a like a two year in each direction period, right? Let's let's give it like sure. two two years one way or Era. the other um, would have similar movies, right? And in those two years, you have two years later, you have the Alien, Shining. you have The Shining, yeah. which are both legitimately scary movies that have scary effects right halloween was before this movie that's also a generally scary budgets, movie though that's true that's true i, I yeah. will i will give it that that's something that was very impressive with this movie and since we're on the topic the the budget of this movie was six hundred forty thousand dollars, which wow. is not a lot that's, that's our that's cheapest movie nothing. so far which is the cheapest movie so far yeah. that we've covered and the wow. the, re- the return on it was 66 million dollars holy smokes which is Quite a lot for the investment versus the return. Oh it. yeah, yeah. That is a uh, a hundredfold return. Yeah. If no, you, if no, you put six hundred thousand, was that box office domestic or was that like with DVD sales and merch. everything? That's box. That's box office. So so that's, that's box office with, oh, with wow. international. Yeah. So, oh, with yeah. That's but, okay. They, that they a hundred times. That's great. But I'm not checking your math this, on that. No, 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 well, it's six hundred thousand to sixty million. Yeah. So ten okay, times sure. six hundred would be six more than a hundred. Yeah. The the United States was actually the third country this movie was released in. So it was released in Italy first, wow. the distribution rights that we're talking about, then in Japan, and then it was released in the United States. Hmm. So to Ryan's point, like we're we're so overexposed to horror movies today, it's it's hard for us to put ourselves in the minds of someone from 1978 and be like, oh, would this be really scary? So were people actually scared of this movie when it came out? Or yeah, yeah, they, they were. were. Yeah, the critical reception was was. It's frightening. Good for the most part, yeah. That's what I would be um, curious to to listen to somebody who saw that movie at that time period with the experience in cinema that they had then. Yeah, like were they laughing the, or were they screaming? So, so I'd, the I'd want to know the the big criticism was the amount of gore in this movie, right? So the the gore was criticized for being very over the top compared to Night of the Living Dead, which was a little more reserved. Huh. Um, I I think I think Night of the Living Dead was considered scarier. Than this movie, uh, but then this movie is considered more more violent and it's disturbing. A, a breakthrough yeah. in like the level of gore that they show on screen, huh? For the time, um, I, yeah, I, it's definitely. I mean, during this time period, there's there's movies that were coming out that that within this four three four year time period, there was movies that were starting to be more violent and more Man, grotesque. Halloween. Yeah, what's yeah. the term when somebody gets gutted? Like their insides get taken out. There's an actual uh, phrase for I, it. I disemboweled. Know what you're of. disemboweled. Yeah, disemboweled. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I should have been able to figure that out, but <laughs> but yeah, and that that that, that probably the first time that happened on screen before I don't David Ryan. I mean, the the head exploding I think is probably the first time on screen. Yeah, because I I would think that uh uh what was it the FCC that. Oh, um, regulates that stuff. Oh shoot! Yeah, the federal. Like they, they wouldn't, they wouldn't have allowed that. They were a lot stricter. The MPAA. No, they just do the ratings. But like, uh, who actually is in charge of like what would be like legal to show on TV? Yeah, like the oh, lawyers. So, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it's the FCC. Yeah. yeah. So, so they originally want to give this movie an NC-17, right? So they originally mm. want to give this a movie um, just like RoboCop, right? Um, Robo. and Romero fought against that, and they. Initially, it releases movie with no rating at all, so they're just like no rating. But people who are under seventeen should probably avoid it. So if that a six year old, yeah. so they gave it an MNR, but not rated. Well, the ra- the rating system was different back then. It was yeah. basically like 
PG, P- PG was like PG thirteen. It was now. it was PG to R to NR and then NC seventeen. And the reason Romero didn't want that rating is because it was most associated with pornography during that right. time. Right. Ah. Yeah. That makes sense. So that's what he's Which trying to avoid. He scored it. his yeah. film. So. <laughs> we got a titty. We there, got one, titty. one titty, dude. One titty? Are you kidding me? Come on. It was a realistic. We could titty, count the elbow. You know? It was in the right position. <laughs> the elbow. Yeah, we're not the counting the shape. elbow. <laughs> it suits yourself, bud. All right, you can uh, do whatever you want. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, what I really liked about this movie is there's a lot of uh, had a lot of like thought provoking things about it. Hmm. The first one I have is when they first get to the mall, uh, they're like, "Hey, do you think that we should turn on the music so that we could like distract?" <laughs> them from like any sounds that we make Mm -hmm. it's like a really like smart thing that they come up with but then they they it sort of becomes playful almost immediately they're like oh yeah we probably should turn on the music oh let's turn on the fountains let's turn on the escalators (laughs) like fuck it you know like crank that shit up turn all of them on so so the the music in the mall was not intentional so basically this was a, a functional mall in pennsylvania at the time and so they had to film during closing hours of the mall, which were 10 p.m. to 10 a.m., right? But at 7 a.m., the music in the mall would turn on automatically, and they couldn't figure out how to turn it off. So they had to film around that, and that's and that's a big reason why there's so it's couldn't get the manager horn sound. Yeah, no, no, I, they they couldn't they couldn't figure out how to turn the the automated music off in the mall. So they just made it a scene. They just made it part of the movie. Oh, that's yeah. great. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Cool. Let's jump to the next and one. This by is the going way, well. If that's true, <laughs> mall music from the '70s sucked. Like, yeah. how long would you want to shop in a place where it was playing the music that they're playing? Kai, it, when was mall music ever good? Well, now they play like top 40s. It's like a little more listenable. This is like, you know. Top 40s is not and listenable. No, it's, I mean, it's pop music. <laughs> it's popular music. They also had to shut down production for almost the entire month of December because the mall would put up Christmas decorations, and it was too expensive for them to take down the Christmas decorations and then put them up uh, in the wow. time frame that they had. Mm. So they just stopped filming for a month while they were doing Christmas decorations in the mall. How long was this movie shoot? Uh, the the movie was shot over like a f- like a five or six month period, but it would have been a month shorter if it wasn't Damn. for. That's I would long. think that the owners of the mall, additionally, would would say, you you can't do it for December. We've got too much stuff. We got too much money. Yeah, to I, make. I I think that was that was part of it. But like, like you guys need to fuck off with this. They had to deal with it. They had to deal with it because of the amount of budget, right? Like, mm. so like a big budget movie would be able to be like, no, no, no we'll just pay you this amount of money. Don't right. put up Christmas decorations or whatever. But they didn't have that money, so they just had to deal with it. Wow, I'm amazed. The extras. We're working for only a dollar and a t-shirt, and between the hours of 10 p.m. and 10 a.m. Exactly, and and there was a funny story where the extras, so they would regularly go to a local bar dressed as zombies, <laughs> right? So they go to this local oh, bar, nice. and one night, um, a, a handful of the extras got too drunk, and they ended up stealing a, a golf cart from like a local facility. And then they crashed it into a house, <laughs> and they cost ten thousand dollars worth of damage, oh, which had to be no. which had to be included in the budget. Oh yeah. no! Oh yeah! <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, God, I want names. Yeah. I, don't, I don't have <laughs> names, but oh uh, yeah, they're they're probably not out there. But man, I want to high five yeah. all those. People. I would also love to go to that bar where everyone's dressed as fucking uh, zombies. Ball, yeah. yeah, 
but, like, but yeah, just like on a regular night. But the funny thing about the zombies in this movie, they like don't really look like the zombies we're used to. It's like they mo- mostly look like they're like kind of have like a like a bad like cold, right? Yeah, they like just painted them blue. Yeah, yeah. 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 Some <laughs> and and the reason for that is because. Um, the Night of the Living Dead was shot in black and white in 1968, so they're trying to match the tone of the people in that movie. Interesting. And they, th- this is the makeup they came up with, and eventually, after the movie came out, um, the makeup department like was upset with their results because it, it looked blue. Yeah. Yeah. They weren't happy with how it came out. Y- you know, speaking of hanging out at the bar with zombies, uh, I live down the street from Universal Studios. You know, it's just right down there. And uh, I was hanging out at Idle Hour, and it's a good bar. A, a friend of mine, she like worked at a restaurant, and she knew like all these guys that worked at Universal Studios during Halloween Horror Nights. So we were hanging out, and then all of a sudden, these zombies come rolling into the bar, and they all knew my friend, and so we were just like, "Hey, we had drinks with them," and it was it was pretty funny because they're still in their work makeup like it's going to take them hours to get it off so they just were like whatever we'll just go to the bar like that's this. exactly what happened in this movie yeah yeah it's pretty pretty funny uh and th- the next thought that i have written down uh thought thought provoking aspect of the movie is they were really realistic about roger's injury so like when roger gets bit the uh when he's like out there trying to get his bag uh i, I feel like in most movies like somebody gets injured and they just like Oh, he just gets right back up, cocks his gun, and bam, blasts the next guy. Like that's not how real life works, and right. that's not how they portrayed in the movie. Like he's hurt. He at one point he tries to stand up to shoot, and he like kind of falls over. He almost like falls over that wheelbarrow, mm-hmm. and he like, catches himself. He's not able to shoot the guy, and then Peter has to turn around and blast on a fool. Right. And it's like, oh man, like they're really nailing the realism of if you were really screwed, and it's just for you against the world, like a ankle injury is gonna fuck you up so bad and for the rest of the movie he's in that wheelbarrow they push yeah, him around he's just such a funny yeah sight. we never yeah. see him healthy again yeah because before he's like prancing around he's like a kind of a ballerina this like little guy but uh yeah very nimble <laughs> yeah very nimble he's like graceful and and uh and then he's in a wheelbarrow after his, his bite wound uh i really liked how once they blocked off the mall and they had set aside you know, they, they basically had, like, they had finally like, gotten supplies together. They had, like, food. They were drinking champagne. You know, it was like they, they sort of started just, and I think primarily Steven, was he, was he just wanted everything to go back to normal. So he kept, like, trying to, like, do these little things, like, let's, let's have, like, a candlelit dinner, and mm-hmm. we'll have Peter be our waiter. You know, like, there was, like, all these, like, weird things where it's like, yo, dude, there's still a zombie apocalypse happening. And Steven was just, like, not interested in reality. He was just like, I'm over it. Let's just, you know. That seemed like they all got into it. Like, yeah. they're, they're just so bored of with life. I don't think yeah. that's an unrealistic thing, right? Like Totally. Like, yeah. once again, back to the pandemic thing, like, people were looking for anything that they could that was normal, right? Yeah. Anything in their life that reminded them of what was happening before. And it's the same thing, right? They were trying totally. to like get back to that normal experience of life that they had, and that was one way they could do it. That's interesting that this movie keeps c- bringing us back to the themes of the pandemic. It, uh, yeah, that is yeah. interesting. It's, huh. very, it's it's got a lot of similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's just a, it's just a. I I feel like if we watch multiple zombie movies, it'd be a similar yeah. kind of mm. thing, right? It is like a pandemic movie. 
Yeah. Zombie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, ne- next thing I have, uh, and this is the last thought provoker, the value of money gets touched on several times throughout the movie and how like during the zombie apocalypse, like everybody pretty much immediately, even the very first scene in the newsroom, there's like a guy trying to hand out money to the extras and they just leave without getting paid. And then he just stuffs it in his pocket. And then he's like, kind of look on his face like, that's not worth anything. You know, and so the whole movie, there's like all these like little like, you know, they find a bunch of money and they're like, well, like, I don't know. You never know when you're going to need it. And they grab these, like, stacks. But then they're like, well, and they're like pl- trying to play poker. And, and it's worthless, like, well, right? It they're playing matter. poker and they're gambling with $2,000 at a time. Yeah. Like, and, yeah. and then, like, uh, when all the raiders break in, there's, like, money all over the ground. And they're, like, smashing all, like, the makeup. Mm. And I just thought it was really interesting, like, a good metaphor for, like, uh, oh, we care so much about money. We care so much about this makeup that we're putting on. Like, why should we care about any of this? Like, none of this matters to survival. You know, if it came down to it, like, all this shit is worthless. Like, everybody's just stepping right over it, you know? So I thought I thought that was really cool and uh, a, a good aspect of the film that helps you get over the, the low-budget aspect of it. Yep. Well, part of the the setting in the movie made me think like, is George A. Romero trying to say something about like America, the consumer culture? It takes place in a mall. It's a bunch of zombies walking around. Totally. Uh, For sure. But also, it does play on. I feel like a lot of people's just fantasies in general, like. Dude, how cool would it be if I just had the run of a mall for like? Oh yeah, go to every single and, store, and, yeah. and not just a mall of today that's like decrepit and like just has like a pack sun in it. We're talking <laughs> like malls in the '70s had fucking everything. Like right. it, it had the gun store, it had the bank in it that they could just go and take a bunch of money from. Restaurants apparently, hair salons, like all kinds of shit. That I'm like. Wow, that's a cool mall. They even had like a koi pond. I mean, how cool is that? <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, could yeah. Go, I could go fishing downstairs. So if many I want. bodies fell in that koi pond throughout the movie. Th- there was a yeah. helicopter pad on top of the. Yeah, roof. there was a helicopter pad on yeah. top. What was the other one we? Oh, there was an out. ice rink in there. There's there's an ice there was a, there was a, a full uh, ice hockey uh, arena. Yeah, the they had a gun store like, trying to like play <laughs> with the pucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hilarious. They had a, they had a, a full gun store that sold grenades inside of a mall. <laughs> yeah, they're like, come get a Cinnabon, grab a fucking well, grenade. They didn't have grenades America, in there, did baby. they? No, what? they. No, right. they got the I grenades. Think, right? yeah. I think the fucking like Pennsylvania hillbillies brought the grenades. Yeah, I th- uh, that's what I thought. Yeah. I thought the grenades came. They from They probably those guys. raided like a National Guard armory or just went to their garage. I don't know where they got them, but they had them. Yeah, yeah, because uh-huh. I, I noticed there weren't grenades until those guys came in, and then they just, like, there was groups of zombies, and they just blasted them, and it was like, yeah, like, who are these guys? But yeah. then they turned out to be, like, terrible bad Th- guys. Those guys were funny because it was, like, their whole group had somehow managed to survive this whole time, and the first thing we see them doing is, like, riding their motorcycles through the mall. One dude's taking his fucking blood pressure, and he's, like, <laughs> getting fucking ripped up by zombies for his blood pressure, dude. It's insane. That like, was in my nominees. Like, like, when we're first introduced to them, we're like, these are a bunch of badass people that have survived this long period of time. And then as soon as they're, like, doing things, we're like, they're fucking idiots, dude. They're fucking crazy maniacs. Like, there's no way they would have survived that long. Is there actually it, any indication of, like, what the the timetable is in this movie from from where they're raiding the projects to when the motorcycle gang rolls through the mall oh that's a good good so less than nine months we could say yeah Yeah, i i would there's there's a scene where he's crossing off the calendar and you see like the full month is crossed off so it's it's been at least a month but probably a couple 
Yeah, yeah, she, yeah I mean, she's not visibly pregnant when they get okay. to the mall, and she's like, you know, pretty pregnant. Yeah, the they also they kind of give some kind of implication that she knew pre-pandemic that she's pregnant. Yeah, like, okay. like she knew, and then she didn't want to tell Stephen, or she like wasn't ready to tell Stephen. Then this whole thing breaks out, and she still didn't say anything. And then she eventually was like, "I have to." tell you i am pregnant i feel like that aspect of the movie was not well done at all like there was no foreshadowing or like any indication of like there wasn't her at the beginning like throwing up in the toilet or whatever like doing anything that would indicate she was pregnant and then just like 45 minutes of the movie she's like there's a baby inside me it just cut to peter laying up against the wall like you want an abortion? It's like we gotta, <laughs> I, I know how to. I know how to do it. We gotta abort that baby. <laughs> yeah. Like Peter Ugh. has some intimate knowledge here of. Yeah, we had we had to the pause deed. the movie on that scene because I was so dumb. Yeah, confused. Like, I mean, it's I mean thing you my did, brain no was idea. just like, no, this can't be what's happening. Yeah, this can't be. Because it, it honestly came out of left field. Like all of a sudden, it was like a major plot point. Like, yeah, how do we deal with this unannounced pregnancy? I wonder uh, if that's part know. of the Italian version that we're that we're missing. If there's like a ten minute scene there that we just don't. Get. Oh yeah, where she like. Before like, getting plowed no, 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 out, I'm, dude. I'm not drinking. <laughs> By all three of them. All three of them. Uh, Whose baby is it? I thought it was interesting. The only romance in the movie, you like, you had no hope for their relationship. There was it was just yeah. like. It was no, kind of a tool. No, what about Peter and Roger's romance? And that I don't. And I, and I don't <laughs> no. mean. I, I don't necessarily mean in like even a homosexual way. Just like. They seemed yeah. to care about each other. He was pretty. Yeah. He buried him. Yeah, he, you know what I mean. He seemed pretty upset I about know, it. It was kind of heartbreaking. Yeah, they, they, they had each other's friend on the head. Yeah, man, they they went through some shit. I found it odd that like police officers had dog tags. I mean, if we are gonna that's, agree that's that the they only... were police officers, I don't know if I agree that they're police officers because that was gonna be the thing. Then, I asked then you. why would some of the guys in the beginning be dressed in all green and some exactly. of them be dressed in all blue? It exactly. doesn't seem to make any sense. They're a special unit of some other. Thing. Well, when, when they're when they're raiding at the I beginning, guess the Coast Guard in, in Central Pennsylvania. <laughs> yeah, they yeah. they flew the Coast Guard in. <laughs> they have a good zombie unit in the Coast Guard. Who do we need? The Coast Guard. <laughs> That's no disrespect to any Coast Guard out there. Yeah. Maybe, maybe uh, they're Canadians. Ooh. I don't well, know. Well, I, I, was, didn't, I didn't hear any boots. I was just saying at the beginning when they're raiding the building, like it's very like that. That's a like a police SWAT thing to do, as opposed. And then the and then the military comes in later. I feel like the the green uniform versus the blue uniform is definitely supposed to sign, uh, signify an indicator. Uh, yeah. Army mm-hmm. versus police. Yeah. Small issue, but yeah. yeah and and Kyle, speaking of the green uniforms, didn't you say you noticed one of the guys' helmets had like an SS on it? Well, that's uh, the talking bikers. about the biker gang that kind of. Oh, uh, they were not. Yeah, there was w- when one of them was getting torn up on the ground. There was a Nazi swastika. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, like the guy it's, it's, making the the call, being like, "Hey, there's only three of us. Let let us in." Like yeah. he was wearing a, a helmet that had the SS. Yeah. Uh, you know, like uh, the Nazi. Yeah, you SS pointed it out, and I, on the I just never actually made, I never saw it with my own eyes. Which, so I, which I, right, uh, for me, right right away I communicated, oh, these guys are not so good. <laughs> is, is that right? I don't like these guys. I don't know if these guys are on the right side yeah. of the movie. It immediately told me, these guys probably listen to Kanye. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we get into some of the, the questions that I had? Yeah, yeah. They wrote down. Yeah, there's for, some, there's for some sure. weird shit in this movie. Oh, absolutely. Requires questions. Some of it's small, like this first one. Uh, there's like the mannequins. So the, their initial like moment with the mannequins, they like think it's a zombie, and it's like, oh wait, it's just a mannequin. It's okay. But they weren't like 
mannequins that we see now, they had like painted faces. And a couple were automated. Yeah, some of them moved. Yeah, no yes. yeah, that's yeah. Creepy. I was like, remember when they when what? they turned all the power on to like the whole mall. Some of their heads. Oh, some yeah. of their heads were moving. Yeah. Is that what kind of mall? Were in we're gonna need some some elders to chime in on that one. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I think I some of the mannequins had like physical hair and. Yeah. Do Do you think that uh maybe that was like a thing in the seventies, and then by the time that we get to the nineties when we're all born, that that's like. Everybody was like, "That's too weird. We yeah. should not put makeup Let's and not faces make them on them. Life Let's just have it be this like faceless thing." Yeah. Do you wonder also if mannequins were blank back then, but the director was like, "Let's make them extra creepy." I think those were the mannequins that were actually in the Pennsylvania Mall. I think that they didn't really have the budget to design their own mannequins; they just mm-hmm. used those. Okay. Yeah, and it was just the local pennies. And, and, and you're yeah, saying pennies. you're saying you're just like guessing that, right? I'm. Um, that's just my guess on it i i didn't see anything about the mannequin specifically but that would make sense my, given the budget my very intricate knowledge of western pennsylvania <laughs> um i'm gonna say yeah. it's close to ohio yeah no for yeah. sure i mean i i looked at the scenery and uh the the hill jacks that were like hunting them in the beginning of the movie and i was like man i kind of feel like i'm right at home that was a cool <laughs> scene i forgot about that scene with all the all, I couldn't help but laugh because they were literally like tailgating as this yeah. like worldwide pandemic or that zombie apocalypse is going down, and they're just like, "Give me a beer, yeah, yeah. woohoo!" And it starts off, yeah. Uh, Real quick, I'm sorry. Just as one aside, to like kind of further my point on that, there was a uh, a a guy back home um, who like escaped from prison, and I I want to say he was like a he was like a school shooter or something. And he escaped, and I I remember seeing this on the news that, like, there were bands of citizens that were out rolling around in trucks hunting this guy. And (laughs) (laughs) so my point is Drinking beers, shooting. Exactly. And I remember, like, uh, there was one, like, news broadcast where, like, one of the guys was interviewed. He's like, we're going to find him before the police do. And I just remember, like... Jesus, it's not too indifferent from uh, yeah, exactly. That and so that, that that's scene, my point. Yeah. When I saw that, I'm like, all the like National Guardsmen are just kind of standing by the side, and then you've just got all these hillbillies just freaking taking pop shots at, and they're like, just let them do it. Yeah, it was just great, let them like, drink a Miller and have yeah. fun. It was a really good was like good little stuff. montage, of, like oh, they start cracking the beers, and then the things start getting more like party uh, yeah. atmosphere. Pretty funny. Yeah, I mean, I, I honestly, I could totally identify w- with that because if a zombie apocalypse broke out, that's what I would be doing. I'd like be fun. drinking and shooting. Getting blackout, yeah. shooting zombies, dude. Just getting blacked out, getting belligerent, just constantly. I, yeah, I blacked out and shot a couple people during the <laughs> pandemic, dude. For a couple of days, dude. I was fucking, what I else was are you going to do? I was on my porch, dude, just shooting civilians, just dude. I was like, I don't yeah. know. I don't know. You're a zombie. L.A. was dangerous, they man. a zombie, dude. Been a zombie, Florida man. Uh, so there's a couple questions that we all that we all had. I know that we all had these questions. Uh, one, what was in the binder that Stephen found? Like Stephen was like searching around in the mall office, and he finds this binder. Yeah. And he decide, and it's this huge, like three inch binder filled with papers, and he's just like, I'm gonna carry this around with me everywhere I go. And then he only ever looks at well, the same page of it. There's only one page in the middle of the binder. And it's a map of the place. It's like, yo, dude. Like, like at one point, Ryan was like, 
Can't you just rip it out and put it in your pocket? <laughs> it's one fucking page. Yeah. Just pull it out, like dude. Twenty pounds. Yeah. I, I I think it was supposed to be just like a jet, like a like a map of everything, right? Like there's multiple pages. Of like here's here's a map of the mall. Here's a map of the air docks. Here's a map of everything. So I since think when kinda, is that accessible yeah. on somebody's yeah. on the top of somebody's fucking desk? Like going to any place and something that useful is just going to be right there. Yeah, I mean, you would think it would be well labeled because it's a non iPhone society, right? So, you, like, you if you needed that kind of information, it would be in like a standardized right. place with a label on it. Listen, I would, I would listen. We've of... all lost important documents. Don't tell me that you just keep them in reasonable places. <laughs> they're they're always in unreasonable places. Like, did you see how well that mall was operated? I mean, all the switches work. Uh, Which is another one of my questions. Uh, How how do they just know how to run the mall? (laughs) Like they've got they've got a key ring that's got probably fifty keys on it. Like no joke, probably fifty keys. Well, he did struggle a couple times. uh, The couple times he had to try two of those keys. But still, they like, they're running the escalators in no time. Yeah. They got all the music playing in no time. They're able to, they like, they know how all these like blast doors work, like, which Maybe are not were, like your average door. I figured it out. They're mall security guards. That's the unit they're from. Ooh. <laughs> oh. Paul 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 special yeah. unit. It wasn't cops. He was Sully's like, unit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> On the point of them like figuring shit out. I think I have to nominate Francine as one of the most useless movie characters <laughs> oh of God. all time. Wow. She just gets pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So That's really she, it. Hey, she learns how to fly a helicopter. Yeah, which is ridiculous. Like she learns how to fly a helicopter. They have a scene where like um Steven is teaching her how to fly a helicopter and it takes Yeah. Maybe thirty seconds. She's like, yeah, press this button, goes up and down. We're good. You got it. I've yeah. seen people take two weeks to learn how to drive stick. You're telling me uh. that this chick was a pilot in like thirty minutes. Well, no, yeah. they they taught her over like weeks, right? They had no gas. That's bullshit. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah. Well, they were bitching about gas when they landed the fucking thing, and they took her on joy rides. But I, I was thinking that they found some kind of fuel at the mall. At the fuel You're right. It, you're right. It Man, did have it did have a lot of other things. And like yeah. they're not worried about putting in ninety one octane or whatever. You're like they're just like just put some gasoline in the damn thing. It would have been so Fair funny enough. if uh the movie extended a little bit longer to her just crashing the helicopter <laughs> because she doesn't <laughs> do it. She doesn't know it how was to fly. all for nothing. <laughs> Just so, slam it into the side of a mountain, yeah. dude. Like so the, she, the music's so like triumphant, yeah. they get away, and she just she downs didn't have it. like a a big use though. She was carrying a uh, representative of humanity, right? You know? Yeah, the, she she represented the future of the human race. Yeah, but that's about all. That's it. She was she I was mean, she couldn't Steven? shoot the gun. That was Stevens' brood. Well, she was she was a better shot than Stephen was. Stephen was god off trash, dude. He, yeah, he got better. He's as got the two movie. left left trigger fingers. Yeah, yeah, that. Dude, yeah. he was the His worst. kill-death ratio was not good. Which, actually, it's funny that you... I'm sorry, you just said that, right, about her. Like, it would be funny if they oh. extended it. Yeah. So, in the remake, like, in the credits of the movie, you actually see... Because um, the way that, that the, the remake ends, they get onto a boat. And yep. their plan was to make it to an island. And then, like, cut to credits. They make it to the boat, whatever. But then, while the credits are rolling, it 
cuts to they made it to an island and then they're like think salvation and then all of a sudden the island's like overrun with zombies and then more or less you get you get the implication that like they're all they're, they're, they're all yeah. fucked dude they're <laughs> all done so for that scene to have occurred like in the credits would have been awesome just see her like land on top of a mountain and then it's like we made it oh fuck yeah. <laughs> well and the island's interesting too they talk about it in the movie uh he's like oh yeah make it to the island and they're like oh there's like an island and he's like well, like Probably. any island, any island, yeah. Pennsylvania like, oh, island. This guy's got no idea what's going on. You guys got any cigarettes? Yeah, yeah, that guy. <laughs> that guy. Dude, and he, dude, he, he, guy. he was like, "You guys got any cigarettes?" Uh, dude, yeah, he's like, "But what's dude, the I don't understand that guy. scene at all. He had no, there's no use in that scene. Well, no, it was useful because it sets up that uh, this has become a survival game where it's human against human, and it sort of foreshadows how like. There's going to be a group of people that are trying to try to take all the stuff they have. It's going to be so a resource like thing. The guy's trying to mooch some cigarettes, and they're like, "No, we don't have any cigarettes." And then as soon as they take off, they all light up. It's yeah, exactly. like, it's like you got to, Jimmy. You got to take care of your, uh, you know, For your resources. Sure. Uh, well, on that note, real quick, just if they were to fly to an island, uh, I mean, Lake Erie's right there, so they maybe they'd make it to like uh, Putin Bay. If anybody's familiar with Putin Bay, mm. it's just like an island full of bars. So they would have had a great time. So the the reason I brought it up were are continue bringing it up was uh, that the mall sort of is like an island they land on the top there's like no real access all the way around because it's it's all the zombies are everywhere so it's kind of like there's like water everywhere they can't go over that that edge then they they sort of infiltrate the island quote unquote the mall and they have to like take it over get their resources together get on top of things and then essentially like another ship comes you know, and, and it's all those like the hill tribe people. <laughs> the hill tribes. Yeah. Wow, those... leave it to Chase to dig deep into that. That's awesome. <laughs> I, I never would have made that distinction. That's great. Do you think yeah. an issue with this movie is that it like lacks story in the sense that it's just like, okay, four people got out of Dodge in a helicopter, they landed in a mall, and then it was basically like fuck around until we die. Yeah, it was. And uh, that's kind of just what happened. They're all over the place. Like yeah. they, they had Very no. Realistic. They had yeah, no. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, true. Well, well, at the beginning, remember, like when they kind of first get in there, and she's like, "Hey, you guys gotta let me in on the fucking plan, right?" Yeah. Like, but there's no fucking plan at any point in the movie. Like, they have no fucking idea what they're doing. His and response to that was so fucked up. He's like, "Oh, okay, we'll tell you what we're doing. We're going out, and you ain't fucking coming." <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> yeah, that was pretty much all he had to uh, say. And he wow. was in the right though. And and she's like. Oh, okay, fair. He was in the right, though. He yeah. was like, w w and he did say, like, until you learn how to handle yourself. Okay, yeah, fair enough. You know, he, he, he cleans it up right at the end, but sure. it, it was really funny. He's <laughs> like, yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, what your comment made me realize is that there's minimal character growth with any of the characters. Like, they're, mm. they're, they don't, they, you know, there's, there's no arc with each of the characters where they're overcoming something and they, like, have to confront, you know, some part of themselves and yes. then, like, reach a new level. It's just, like, they're just uh, last in, until they die or they... I, did, I yeah. didn't care about any of them. Literally, yeah, the, I didn't care about a single character. The only character arc is human to zombie. Yeah, <laughs> I was going to say, wow. it, with the exception of Roger, who oh, fucking, yeah. you know... Dude, yeah, he, he, his whole character goes on a wild, you know... He's, well, he's like, but he's insane. kind of the same guy the whole time, right? He's just killing people and starts and to enjoy it and gets a little deranged and yeah. But he isn't. He doesn't really change. He's like the same way the whole time. Yeah, you know, like they're 
he he's pretty much hyped up and shooting people from the get go. They're also kind of very like nonchalant about the whole thing. Like they're in the they're in the mall. They're like laughing. Like when they're, they're behind the glass, they're laughing. She fucking doesn't have any emotions at all, which is there's actually a reason for that. Um, so she's lobotomized. No, no, no. So <laughs> <laughs> so at she sucks during the beginning of the movie. Like Romero was like. You didn't have more emotion. You need to scream. Like you need to like be scared. Oh, to the right? actress. To the actress. And that. she was like, she's like, no, like I want to portray like a strong woman throughout the movie. Like I'm not gonna scream. And then that was it. She was just like, she had an argument with the director, and she's like, I'm not gonna scream in the movie. I'm not gonna show like fear. I want to like portray myself as like a strong w- woman throughout the film. And that's that's how it ended up being. That's why we were all like the the thing that she emanates the most is strength. Her character. Uh, yeah, yeah, I got emotionless yeah. and useless. Yeah, no, she didn't do anything. <laughs> uh, no, thank God she didn't scream. Yeah. Oh, thank God. Nah. But, but yeah, I don't know. That was. I don't know if I agree with that choice to not scream ever. Uh, the only other question that I have written down uh, was what's in Roger's bag, the bag that he drops when he gets attacked. The Pulp Fiction uh, briefcase. Dude, it's like what? What could you possibly have in that bag that you got to go back to in the movie? Never addresses it. Maybe the Italian version does. They just never address the bag. To but, they, but they all agree, like, ah, oh, he's got to go back. And then on top of that, so like he communicates to Peter, hey, we got to go back and get my bag. And Peter's like, you motherfucker. Like, you better get right before you go do this. You know, you're acting crazy right now. Meanwhile, the other two, they're not on the radio. Like, they've got no idea. You know, Steven's up in the helicopter. Uh... What's her, what's her name? Francine is on the roof. Mm-hmm. They don't have any idea. In the movie, they act like they have an idea. But I'm thinking, like in real time, they're like, "Why is he going back? What's he going back for? Why so is he going? There's, they're all coming around." So, uh, in the bag, it was the it was the tools to hotwire the truck. Remember, he's oh. he's digging through the bag, and there's they the need, tools. They to, need those to oh, get the yeah, rest of the trucks to, to get the trucks moving. So that's why. Oh, so in he order leaves th- the bag. They he leaves no the bag. They, they, they can't they can't move trucks. Job. They can't block the the entrances anymore. Ah, so he kind of sacrificed himself in order to save the rest of the. Uh, yeah, the you guys are all trash on Roger. He's a fucking right. hero, dude. dude. So that's uh, that's one question with an answer. Rod. Okay, right. yeah, I, actually, right. I'm I'm really happy that was answered, and also kind of sad because I wanted it to be like a big mystery. Yeah, turns out it was something. Stupid. A fucking obvious. screwdriver and a <laughs> pair of pliers. <laughs> well, no, he doesn't have the screwdriver anymore because. Oh yeah, he, he put that through Jimbo's brain. Oh yeah. Also, on my nominees of best deaths, the screwdriver. Definitely. But um, what what was the death count for this? Did we uh? Yeah, what was um, it? Get a total. So we're gonna count people and then zombies and then the total, right? So it's two separate columns. People, two separate, and then we'll zombies. Do, we'll do the total. Yeah. So. Uh, do you guys have any guesses for how many people died in this movie? People. Just I say twenty-five. I was gonna people. say I was gonna say thirty. Twenty-five. 30. I'll, I'll say thirty-five. Thirty-five. Wow. Um, so the amount of people people that died in this movie is twenty-three people. Way wow. So guys. Twenty twenty-three people died throughout the movie. Well done. Um, do we have a zombie count? How many much zombies? More. Oh, much much. <laughs> yeah. I'm, um, I'm gonna say two hundred. Whoa. I'm gonna say one twelve. I was gonna say ninety. Ninety. What? So no, Ryan no, so, got on the button. No, 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 no. So, so the total count was one hundred and twenty zombies. So you're the closest. Dude, I'm, wow, yeah. you're on it. So, I should go to Vegas right now. So total death and, count. And Kyle, um, you've never seen this movie. No, I've never seen this movie. Total death count is one hundred and forty-three. If you combine everything. Okay. Nice. nice. Pretty significant. It's one yeah. Of, it's one big. of the top 
ones. Do yeah. you guys think that we should count zombie deaths because they they still have like a human person? I would I would say I would say based on our other movies, no, because like for the thing, I don't think we counted the monsters dying. Right, they killed a couple of those. We didn't. We don't. Yeah. I don't. I don't think we did. Because because um, uh, a zombie counts as a monster. It's not a human. Yeah, I would say I would say it counts. So, uh, it's a tough one. It's a yeah, tough. It's I, a I tough. Think, but at the same. Okay, go the, ahead. The, the the argument for counting the zombie the zombies is that their brains are still working and they need their brains blown out in order to not exist anymore. So like they uh, each of the zombies has been killed and then each one that gets blasted on screen like that's like their final death so that it is kind of like an on-screen death. I I will hmm. back that that's point up by it. submitting this piece of evidence which is when uh Steven becomes a zombie, he his human side remembers how to get back to yes. base which that's means- a huge part of the movie actually they wouldn't all come to the mall i mean that's why they say that they keep coming to the malls because all these people love the mall so much that they just <laughs> gotta go back to the mall like it's not like hey let's all go sit in the family den like that yeah. was the bit that was like the cool place to be it was like no let's go to the, let's go to the mall so there's some human part of the zombies which still can direct their action and yes. i think so that means until their brains are completely killed uh i would still count that as as partial human death so, mm. so dakota do you have any research on like what the rules for zombies are in this movie did you, um, did you get, get into that it it doesn't really m- mention it like what the specific rules are um but this did influence a lot of zombie movies moving forward as far as like because in this movie hitting the brain you're done, right? Well, there are yeah. a couple of explicit but, yeah. rules that are said in the movie. Yeah. So yes. I was just curious if you had like that list of rules. No, I, d- I, d- I don't have the list of I, rules. I got I got four yeah. of them. I don't. I don't. I would imagine there's probably a couple I missed. Let's um, hear it. So, so the ones that I have are: you need to destroy the brain. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, or sever or separate the brain the from the body. Yes. Yeah, but I, I kind of counted those as two. I don't know. Okay. Might be one. Uh. Another rule for the zombies is they just want to feed. Like, they're not necessarily there to kill you. They just want to feed. Like, okay. that that's one of the uh, telecasters early on saying, right. like, we shouldn't just nuke everybody. Like, there's still people. There's still memories and thoughts and there. The, and they only feed warm human flesh. Did right. you have they, that? They, they don't feed on each other. Yeah. Right. That's, that's, that should be part of that, that rule as well. Mm-hmm. And then the only other one that I have is just when they say, uh, that it's going off of old memories, and the quote is, "This was an important place in their lives." Mm. Right, and it's about when they're walking like around, going to the, the mall. mall. Who says that? Uh, Peter does. Um, also, one of the I think like One Eyed Willie or whatever that fucking pirate that was on the oh, TV also the TV. says that shit. Yeah, that pirate. One Eyed Willie. We never get any credentials on that fucking guy. Like no, I don't. He's none. just some dude you screaming on the television. He's got access yeah, he's like, to the. We must be logical. Yeah. <laughs> he's <laughs> screaming. I have a question about the ending because the only uh, thing that I knew about this movie is from uh, Mr. Osora, at who's Tonic Valley Regional High School's uh, film making really? class, and he talked about this as like a you know the way that it's talking about race. He led me to believe that Peter, who's a black guy, dies at the end by another uh, human shooting him, not a zombie. So, so it's like this black guy lasts the entire movie, but then he's killed just out of racism. So the there, 
the the original ending was actually they both killed themselves. Oh. So so Peter and Francine were supposed to both kill themselves, and then they 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 felt like that wasn't a like a a Good digestible resolution. ending. So. Because you can see kind of the writing on the wall. Like, obviously, Peter has a gun to his head. Francine's not feeling it at points. Like I was uh, wondering, like, I was yeah. sitting there like, how is this movie going to end in a possible, like, it, like a way that is going to make me feel good? Like, it's going to, there's no way. Like, it's bleak. Yeah. I Maybe he was talking about a different movie. I'm not even sure if it did end in a way that made you feel good. Uh, well, they, they got out of there. The baby is still took alive, off. you know? They have very little gas left in the Kinda helicopter. Like, like the road or something. If I mean, if you guys have ever seen that. Or That's a good it, movie. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, incredibly bleak. I mean, a great book uh, by Cormac McCarthy, but... Um, Viggo Mortensen? The movie is great, yeah. Yeah, I correct. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But, I mean, yeah, it's a similar thing. Like, okay, maybe the kid lives, but, like, what kind of existence is that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it does kind of leave you thinking, like, cool, they got into the chopper. But, like... Where are you going to land that's not infected? I do appreciate uh, like a horror movie with a more bleak ending because that's, that's what's sure. scary, right? Like, I think if they did kill themselves, it might have been a better ending. One of my favorite, I, I don't mean to talk about another movie, but one of my favorite endings to a horror movie ever is The Mist. Have you ever seen The Mist? It's more of a monster movie than a, um, a zombie Stephen movie. King Stephen adaptation. King. Yeah. 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 So in the end of that movie what happens is he like the main character basically ends up you know the the monster's coming for him and they don't want to deal with that horrific death so he kills his son his love interest and everyone in the car spoiler and he's about, alert. he's about to kill him <laughs> yeah spoiler he's he's about to he's about to kill himself and then the the US army rolls through and they've come to end the conflict right so he realizes that he's killed his whole family for fucking no reason uh. And I that's so dark and that's so bleak. And I think, you. you know, this the ending of them having to kill themselves would have been better just because like a horror movie like should have a bleak, like shouldn't have a happy ending. Right. Like an action movie, adventure movie like that deserves a happy that's ending. A but like brutal ending, like a, a horror movie should leave you horrified. Right. Like it should leave you with little hope and little aspiration for what's going to happen. In the future, you know yeah. what I mean. You should be walking out of the theater like Ugh. with your yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah. We we were laughing pretty hard uh, because Peter has a gun to his head and he's gonna kill himself, and then Francine is taking off in the helicopter, and then suddenly Peter realizes that he wants to live, and he and he starts shooting, and the the music that kicks in is so, so cheesy. funny. It's like it's, it's like, like it's like Jackie Chan having he's like karate. It's like music. A, it's like it's a kid's cartoon superhero. I was thinking like the music. Goonies or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, was it, was like, like it, was, it was seriously something straight yeah. out of the Goonies. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. it's like he's the kicking ass, da-da-da, just hand to hand combat. Yeah, yeah. And that you would, I mean. I could be wrong on this, but like the um, the level of confidence they have in the amount of like hand to hand combat they do with these people who like presumably one fucking bite anywhere, and like they're just straight up knocking these dudes in the face. Like the, oh, that a, makes yeah, no fucking ones, sense. Yeah. Why I would, would I want to punch somebody put, in the yeah. jaw when like if their tooth makes fucking ground on my hand and break skin i'm dead that's that, a really good that's problem. a huge why pro- would i do that that's a huge problem i have with the movie is like the inconsistency of like the scariness of zombies like sometimes yeah. the zombies are overwhelming them and like 
trapping them and sometimes they're fucking karate kicking them in the mouth yeah and, and ru- like, just running fun pa- and just running past them like it's a fun time and the like, hell's uh, angels aren't even worried about dude, it at all at dude, all oh yeah there, yeah, there was so a reckless. there was a scene which i fucking didn't remember until i watched it for the second time when they like the hell's angels come in and they literally like go around with cream pies and pie <laughs> oh yeah that zombies, was funny dude. yeah i'm like good. i i have that written as a note but i was like how am i gonna work this in that's such like a stupid <laughs> ridiculous aspect of it's like movie. it's like but the, i love that it's there the so movie, disrespectful the movie like really? it, 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 it didn't know if it wanted to be like scary or like hilarious and it was like i don't know it's just like i i, I, it, I, yeah. I never got into like the tension of the movie because it was like like for example, when it started building tension at the beginning, then it broke it fucking immediately with like comedy, and then it just like it built tension and then break it with comedy, and it's like I don't know, it just didn't it didn't work for me. Uh, when I was in college, I worked at a mall, wow. and uh, so there's there's certain aspects of this movie that make me like kind of like flood back memories of working at a mall, which I think they did that on purpose. It's like anybody that's ever worked at a mall can totally relate to this movie because. There, it's set in the mall, right? They know what they would do. Oh yeah, dude, we would talk about it. I remember we had these, like, we had these. uh, Me and my friend Sean, we had these like uh, shelf holders. They're like these metal, like, hatchet things, and we we had them at different lengths. It was like there was like eight inch if you wanted like a little short shelf for like a small display. I know what you're talking about. Or we had these like twenty four inch ones if we had like a big thing, you know, like a Christmas time we'd put like toys on those, right? So we had these things, and I remember like standing in the back, and we were like pulling these out for Christmas. And Sean has got the twenty-four inch ones. He's like, he's like, man, if Dawn of the Dead ever happened, like I'm coming to this mall and I'm hanging out. This is the first spot I'm going. He's like, you could dual wield these things. We've got like a hundred of them, so you could be hucking them at people like tomahawks. You know, he's like, oh, you could kill so many zombies with these things. Shelf hook akimbo and. So then, so then we were doing. Uh, I had to work Black Friday for that job uh, several Ooh. years in a row, which was just brutal. I mean, working Black Friday in a mall, like talk about a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> so <laughs> literally, I I remember. So so this is in college, right? Uh, and I had gone home to Sacramento for Thanksgiving, and. I woke up at like three in the morning to drive back to Chico, which is about a two hour drive so that I could be at work at it was like five thirty in the morning. We were opening at six and like our district manager was there, store manager, every employee. It was going to be a madhouse. Right. And so we're, we're opening up the store. Everybody's exhausted. Uh, I had like half of an Adderall. Because I was in college and that you know it was just everywhere and I was like who didn't I was like what what other day would there be to take this thing like it had been sitting in my car for like months I was just like when am I ever gonna take Adderall I don't give a shit uh-huh. you know like so so I was like this is the day you know so I, I I take this Adderall right when I get to work and then like me and Sean again are looking out and there's None of like the lights are on in the mall because like like Dakota, you mentioned like the the music doesn't even come on till seven, right? So like none of the lights are on, none of the overhead lights. The only lights that are on are where the roll up gates at the front of the store. There's like a one light, and each of the stores has this like one light, and all these people, all these shoppers, 
are like holding their newspaper ads. This is like in 2010, so everybody doesn't have iPhones yet. They're like holding the newspaper ads under this light, like, ooh, I'm going to get that. I'm going to get that. And they're like pointing at stuff in the store, and they're not allowed in yet, but they're like pressed up against the glass. And like <laughs> this one light, and it's just, and Sean is looking at me, and he's like, he's like, go get the shelf things. <laughs> <laughs> How and, horrifying. And we're just looking, we're like, this is as close as we ever get to like zombie apocalypse. And then Sean's yeah. like, he's like, get my 12 gauge. Yeah. And like, people can see him like motioning <laughs> shotgun shells. Like, they know, don't care, dude. Blasting. They have products yeah. to buy. Dude, they, yeah, they, exactly. Dude, they didn't even care. Our, you know, district manager, he's like laughing. Yeah. And it was, and I was just like, man, this is like a real retail moment that is, and, and it has stuck with me over, you know, over 10 years. The image you just painted for me was straight out of I Am Legend, where like they all like huddle in a corner and they're all like, oh, "Yes, oh, 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 oh. dude." And and it actually kind of scared me what you just described. We should make a movie on that. It, well, and <laughs> and it's like you know five thirty in the morning, so yeah. like the sun is like just peeking out. It's not even really out yet, so it's just kind of eerie. I'm not used to being awake at that point in time. Yeah, it none of them are in their right mind. So I'm like, I just gorged myself on. I'm not in. I'm not ready to be working. I've got way too many carbohydrates, you know. I'm just like yeah. slugging along, and it's like, uh, this is weird. Like, and like the lighting, there's no lights in the main of the mall, so it's like, yeah, they're it all just was huddling, just creepy. They're it was fucking, yeah. very creepy. They're all just moment. little bugs. And, just... and this movie totally brought me back to that moment. Wow, it's a good setting for a zombie movie. I love that you said that though, because I did the same thing at my job when I, I mean, high school, college, at the pizza shop. And we used to literally talk about all the time how we could go there and survive because, A, the walk-in cooler. So we're like, dude, we could eat green peppers for, like, fucking a month <laughs> and and make dough. And then number two was, dude, our fucking pizza knives or the, the how we cut the pizzas. I mean, they were yeah. about this long. Pizza and slicer. we'd be, oh, dude, I'm, I'm hacking heads off. Like, <laughs> easy. Two foot long, two and a half foot. Oh, yeah. No, about a two foot knife for sure. And I'm just, I mean, and they were sharp. We had them sharpened every week. Dual wielding those things? Absolutely. <laughs> we had a couple of them. So, I, I mean, the the real question is, and this is for everyone, and I want to hear all your answers. If it pops off, right, if this shit really happens, zombie apocalypse, where are you going first? Oh, I've got a full plan. You got a full plan? Uh, I want to hear uh, everyone's plan. Uh, can we actually everyone, go first? No, no, no. no yeah. You everyone can't has spoil plan. these plans because we're somebody, plan. somebody heads Oh, I have off. a plan, yeah. Yeah, everyone has a plan, and I want to hear it. Kai? Well, um... Dakota and I bought a sailboat a few months ago. Okay. I'd say, well, we load up, well, we, we, we raid like some grocery stores. We load it up with as much food as we can. We also bring like a bunch of fishing rods. You know, we can, we can survive off fish there. Built a, a, like a, a rain catcher. And that way we're, we're totally safe from any zombies getting to us and uh, just about, live on the boat. What about pirates? Ooh. <laughs> and you know they'd be out there because they're doing the same thing you're So do doing. you guys have guns? Huh. Uh, I, can, we'll, we'll, I can get some guns. We can mount a cannon. I can get some guns. Quick, quickly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. We're going to absolutely we'll, we'll, we'll go, we'll go back to my outfitters. Outfitters. Yeah. Yeah. After, after. Yeah. After. Yeah. All right. All right. Fair enough. You can get some right. guns. So, Kai, honestly, good plan. Thanks. Yeah, maybe you should put some guns on that boat now. That's a good idea. Yeah. You might want to stage the guns. That's going to be a hard sell for Kai. Hey, hey, buddy. Can we can we put some guns on the on the boat? The neighbors might give us. How about just these boxes of ammo? Hey, my very liberal friend. Can we have some guns on this boat? <laughs> so this is what my plan is uh really and, and this is like my plan for really any kind of catastrophe where the entire world buckles and i got to get out of dodge 
so my entire extended family, well, my, my, my nuclear family all lives in Sacramento. A bunch of my extended family lives in Sacramento. Uh, very few of them live down in Southern California. So first thing I'm doing is getting track of a bunch of water because I'm going to need that. I have a high metabolism, need a lot of water. Uh, second thing I'm getting is a bunch of magic mushrooms huh. because I can Smart. walk about 10 times as far with mushrooms. Because you just you're not thinking about it, you're just mindlessly walking along. You're just going, and you'd probably be able to dissociate a little bit from the ha- killing that you'd have Dude, to do. Getting attacked by zombies while you're uh, on psychedelics. Yeah, you just that sounds be, awesome. You just <laughs> that sounds <laughs> funny. Sign me <laughs> up, dude. <laughs> yeah. He thought very uh, very hard about his trip buddies. And yeah, <laughs> yeah. and then well, uh, you know, and so they uh, basically head north. I would try to get as far north as I could. Ideally, get to Sacramento. Uh, I've done that that drive up the five so many times that I know every single landmark every all the way through. So I, I would be able to walk there. And my parents live on high ground. So from where they're at, I feel like they would they're in like a good position to be able to defend zombies. You know, zombies aren't good at going on hills, you know. It's or downhills for We thought that until matter. I watched them climb ladders huh? in this one. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I think my dad will probably put the ladders away. Okay, well then we're good. <laughs> Problem solved. Uh, well, and then and then hopefully they're still there by the time that I get there. That that um, is the big question. And then probably the five of us, provided the five of us get back together, can create a plan. We would probably go to our aunt and uncle's place in Idaho. There you go. Uh, which is a much further journey, but we could do it with the you know family unit all together, and from there. I think we have enough resource that we could, you know, get through. I, Not bad. I hate that you uh, have to include, like, t- protecting your family because all of my plans was just my self-interest. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't even. Yeah, the, so the whole I guess time I'm, I'm hearing him say that, I'm like, damn, Kai's a cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and for any of my family members listening to this podcast, I hope you appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, Chase really thought of us in the end of the world. Oh, yeah, that's where I'm going. Well, I'm so I was home, actually going to start my plan off by just having the to say that. Come home to roost, Bobby. That's right. <laughs> Most, I mean, my nuclear family is 2,500 miles away. So Ooh, Cleveland. I'm just going to have to accept that they either make it or don't without me because I'm not making it there. I don't know how I. It's true. I mean, that's just it. So I'll just, you know, I have guns and I would try to make it to my extended family's house in Utah. Basically, the goal is just get away from populated centers. And that's yeah. it. Mm. Up in uh, Utah, get to Cedar City, elevations higher. I'm not worried about the heat as much. There's water up there. So my plan is uh, I contact my girlfriend immediately. I, t- I tell her to meet me up in Lake Arrowhead. Don't show up, right? She's going to slow me down. You're talking Sh- about Brynn or the other girlfriend? That you the other girlfriend. Tell her. <laughs> <laughs> She's got short legs. She's not, you know, okay. it's going to slow me down. Right. No. Okay. So so I get I get, <laughs> I get my I get my loved ones together. Um, and I'm sorry. Is that including your girlfriend or no? Let's oh, okay. Like, hey, hey. <laughs> I just had to get that uh, straight. Course. I wasn't. Sh- I wasn't sure. Oh, uh, d- d- duh. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, so this she doesn't prob- listen to this. Th- this will probably happen, or if it pops off, I'm either at work, or probably at my house, right? So either way, I'm headed to work, right? I'm grabbing. We have guns at work. Grabbing those. Um, I I got a jeep. We got a we got a, a an armored van that we bring to shows. Grab either one of those, and I'm taking it, right? Probably uh, the armored van. Probably armored van. G- gas isn't great, but you know, yeah. we'll we'll see if what happens. You can get there first. 
Yeah, yeah, if I can get there first, because I do have other coworkers who own guns, and that might be a problem, but... You might have to fight them. You might have to shoot them. I would love to, to shoot some coworkers. Sh- <laughs> yeah. But but think about how gnarly that would be where like you both show up to the armored truck at the same time. You both are strapped up and it's like It might be gnarly. It might be gnarly. You're yeah. like you're like, fuck this guy. But it's, I'm it's, not spending this whole zombie apocalypse with him taking the <laughs> taking the truck. It's the best chance of survival and I'm one of only three people on the insurance. So, you know, if insurance oh. is still a thing. You know, if I get pulled over, I'm good. So I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm taking the van. Um, I'm also taking. We got some ballistic plates, License plate carriers, all that stuff. I'm I'm, I'm trapping up with equipment. I'm trapping up with whatever. You are well set for this type uh, of deal. Well set for that type of deal. Then I'm going to. We still have the old warehouse that we moved out of. We still own that warehouse, and I'm one of four people who have the key to that warehouse. So there I'm going to drive to that warehouse, which is in Irwindale, and I'm going to. Set up shop. You just gave up the location. Yeah. Oh, where's <laughs> you won't find deal? it. You won't find it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna set up <laughs> shop in that location, bunker down. It's a half a mile away from a grocery store. We can raid I, that. I'm gonna we show up screaming like I've given up my family, Dakota. Take me in. <laughs> <laughs> so now, now, now I got an armored warehouse. I got food. I got weapons. I'm in a location. I've got mushrooms. <laughs> I'm in a location. I don't think that a lot. Gets you into a lot of doors. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm in a location I don't think a lot of people are going to gravitate towards because it's like a warehouse district. I think what if I just there. ghost ride a truck full of tannerite into your fucking warehouse? <laughs> I'm going I'm, I'm to be honest with you. I'm going to be honest. That'd be a problem. Uh, I, don't, I don't have a plan for that. I'm going to do the unnecessary thing here. I'm, uh, I feel like we could honestly all have a conversation for like probably nine hours about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's bring it back full circle yeah, here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah sorry. We, we, we could definitely talk on. about how we'd survive the apocalypse all day. Oh, yeah. Uh, ratings? So this movie, it was fun. It was a fun watch. I enjoyed it. Uh, it w- it surpassed my expectations. Um, it was entertaining in a. I would put it in a uh, seven point five rating. Uh, critically, I don't think it was. It stood up as the best movie. If you're, if you're like, it, you know, take away the entertaining factor. Is this something that can be studied at film school? Uh, and like tells a really good story and like character development. I think it is kind of lacking in some areas. So I'd say four point three for uh. I think you for could critical totally teach this at film school. Well, it, it's it, in, it, depending on what you're trying to teach. Yeah, but like as a critical score, like for me, it felt like four point three. Sure. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. I'm sorry. What was your what was oh, your first seven point five seven point five for your entertainment value and then four point three. Yeah. Okay. So, so to your point about it, like not being able to teach in film school, this this movie is taught in film school a lot. Like this is this is a, a critically acclaimed movie. Fuck you, Kai. That's supposed to be an all time. <laughs> it's supposed to be an all time classic, one of the greatest horror movies of all time. And I, to I go to, went to film school, right? No, no I didn't. Oh go no, to, Kai went yeah, to film school. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I actually, but mm. d- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. Like th- this is this is a. This yeah, I actually is, don't know who that was insulting. To be honest, <laughs> uh, we're just clarifying for all the listeners yeah. at home. <laughs> Maybe not in every film class, but I know that this is a is a very critically acclaimed movie. It's it's often regarded as one of the greatest horror movies of all time, right? I think. Think we all know that. Yeah, that's I could. I, yeah. If I was teaching I horror, I, this would be a, right. a great place. Maybe not to start, but you probably start at Night of the Living Dead and then go here. Right. So it's it's critically acclaimed, regarded as one of the greatest horror movies of all time, and I don't fucking understand why. I don't understand why. I don't. 
it does not hold up well. It was not for me scary at any point. Um, I thought the 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 writing wasn't very good. It was all over the place. The acting was bland. I didn't care about any of the characters. The score was c- compared to something like the thing was all over the place. Like it it didn't it didn't know what it wanted to be at times. Talk your shit, man. Talk your shit. Um, <laughs> that being said, I mean it was entertaining in like a over the top crazy way. So like. Maybe entertaining wise, I give it a five, but critically, I'd probably give it a four. I don't know. I just i i don't I don't really understand the 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 praise for this movie. Um, I, it was one of those things where I I had it in high standards as a kid, but watching it now as an adult, I just don't understand where all the praise is coming from because it's. I think it's got like a ninety-five on Rotten Tomatoes. Metacritic is like f- four out of five. Like it's a very critically acclaimed movie, and I it's, it just doesn't. Like the the pie scene was ridiculous. There's so many ridiculous <laughs> scenes. It's like that it's, just I wouldn't call it a horror movie. It's like a horror parody. I'd be curious to to read your grandma's review and see what she. Yeah, yeah. I I uh, if you could I, track that down, that'd be great. I yeah. would love to track it down. Yeah, I'll see. I'll see if I can track. I put I, a link in the show notes. I to I, the, to I tried to, to, I tried to find cool. I tried to find it really quickly. I couldn't find it, but I'll I'll see if I can um, take down a, a little bit more for it. But yeah, I just uh, I don't know. I just. It didn't c- compare to The Thing and The Shining and Alien, like some of those other movies that are considered yeah. that are that are considered some of the greatest horror movies of all time that are within like the five year time period. I just don't think it holds a candle to any of those movies. All right, cool. Let's, yes. So, so w- w- uh, it was four? five and four. Yeah, it was it was a uh, it was a five and a four. Okay, yeah. five and so four. F- five entertainment, four for critical. Four critical. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. It gets a couple points for nostalgia value for me, naturally. It got me over the hump and of being afraid of horror movies. So it's got that going for it. I will say that I spent, as we just spent a lot of time debating it, I spent too much time in this movie in my head thinking, like, fucking idiot. Why would you do that? I would do it different. So d- like, yeah. th- there was so much of the movie where I was like, dude, why are they not running them all over with trucks right now? Oh, that yeah. makes way more sense. It's less enemies to contend with later. And like, why are you punching him in the head when you could have just shot him a second ago? That fucking gun store's got about a thousand rounds. What's the matter with you? So uh, yeah, they don't even go to the gun store until and, like and, so many and bad and decisions. I bitched later. about that. So many bad decisions. Yeah, I bitched about that. So anyways. There were so many bad decisions. It actually did just detract from the film for me. I like, I, I couldn't help but think like, how fucking dumb are you? This makes no sense. How could you do that? Especially as like I'm looking at two theoretically trained guys, like two cops. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? That makes no sense. So, um, with that, I also think. When you go into this movie, it it changes, um, like, what are you expecting to get out of it, right? Because, you, I mean, if you go into this thinking this is a legitimate horror movie that has, like, critically acclaimed, as you say, one of the best of all time, um, that might change your position as far as how you score it as to, uh, is this actually a horror comedy or, like, a horror parody? Um, so... I uh, I went into it thinking it was a horror movie because that's a bit how I remember it. It was funny to me back in the day, but I think I I, I mean just because I was younger, there was still a horror aspect of it to me. This time, I mean, I was fucking chucking it up the whole time. I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> uh, 
I give it a a 6.5 on the entertainment value. And that's just the over-the-top, grandiose, like, just grotesque, uh, Quentin Tarantino level of violence. I think people would really enjoy that. If you like Tarantino stuff, if you like stuff over the top like that, it, it, it's really cool to see. And some of it is pretty gruesome. Yeah. Um, and then as far as critical, yeah, I have the same comments that you do, Kai. Like, I, it was, like, no character development. I, I really didn't care about the characters at all. I thought, like... The uh, the dialogue was absolute garbage. It was more or less just comical to me. Like those bastards, <laughs> bastards. Like, some, yeah. like, oh, is that Roger? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, he like pause, bastards. bastards. And then I mean, just like the racist <laughs> rant in the beginning was hilarious and like in a weird way and just yeah. So I give it the same score as you, which is a four. So a 6.5 and a 4. And the one last thing I'm going to say is, how interesting is it that, like, your grandma could have reviewed this as a legitimate horror movie 40 years ago, and here we are literally classifying it as almost a completely different thing. Which is, like, horror comedy or or, uh, a parody of a horror. And somebody 40 years ago, as a a part of their profession, would have literally reviewed it in a totally different way. Yeah. Which is just crazy. Died on a hill for it. Yep. Contact. Turn into a zombie and then come down the hill and kill us all. Yeah, that's uh, right. Fresh God, generational she perspective. Didn't do that. Uh, God, I, so I've been struggling with this uh, pretty much since the movie ended because I've just been like sort of torn because there's like so many reasons why it's not a good movie. There's there's <laughs> so lot. many reasons. Oh, yeah. I think you guys covered them pretty well. Uh, but the reason I'm torn is like. It's so clearly limited by its budget. Like, they did not have a lot of choices. So they had to come up with ways to tell the story without the the help, the options that money provides. So, like, you know, there was, like, there's all kinds of weird stuff. And there's, you know, stuff that probably if they had proper producers or if they had, you know, the right people on it, you know, they would be like, Let's, we're not we're not doing the pie in the face scene. Cut that. You know, but they didn't have that. They didn't have that for any of that. But, and they're selling it to a foreign audience. Uh, so I think there's there, there's sort of a, like a lot of limitations to it. that are beyond uh, the capabilities of the people that made it. Right. Um, so I think that kind of gives it some points. Um, so it, it's it's hard. It's hard to say which way to go with it. Uh, well, you need I, the yeah, the number yeah. I had in my head for critical score before you guys went was a four. You guys pretty much all went four. Four point three of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah four. Uh, but I kind of I I th- I think I'm gonna give it a five, just because I think that I sort of like feel for the the people that made this movie with the lack of budget. It's like they did something pretty amazing with without having the convenience of being able to have more practical effects and like 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 being able to like run over people with the truck. Like to they make totally that look realistic would have been really hard. Especially back then with the budget they had. 
Like they would have been running over mannequins and it would have looked like mannequins. I'm sure they tried it and I'm sure it looked stupid. I saw and a few like, mannequins better than the over. shotgun scene in the beginning of the movie. <laughs> well, it's and it's, it, well, and so the shots that they got are not very good. It doesn't look yeah, right. It doesn't. And but we're of a generation where we're used to it looks right. Yeah, we're used to you know to the point where the blood splatter on the cement looks right. You know, so. I, I think if you take that kind of stuff out of it, think about when the movie was made and how much it was made for. I think that's what brings my score, my critical score up to a five is that I'm, I'm giving these guys the benefit of the doubt. Uh, and there is, I really like the thought provoking stuff that the director did or the director, writer, whoever it was to kind of like, he was both, even though they didn't have the budget to tell a story the way they wanted to, they were able to like evoke emotions out of me with just without having all those frills and bells and whistles. They were able to still create tension, you know, create, you know, feelings within each of us. I mean, we, we just went for over two hours on uh, this podcast. Jesus. So it's like clearly we all it's touched something in us. So I, so I think, it, you know, five is my critical as far as the enjoyment. Uh. This is a tough one to gauge because I really did enjoy watching the movie, but I just don't feel like I can. I don't feel like it deserves like too high of numbers. You know, it's like because there's just there's a lot that is sucks and doesn't make sense, and uh, you know the acting's not great, which I'm a sucker for good acting. You know, like. In most movies I watch, if the actors are not good, I will turn it off. Like I just, I, I don't Those care. Those sound like critical yeah. criticisms, though. Yeah, but but, yeah, but that's also a personal thing personal. too, because yeah. I, I, in particular, really like good acting, and so typically, if a movie has bad acting, I'm like, I'm over it. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. But this movie, the writing and the directing, s- just does such a good job that I'm able to overlook the acting. Like, I didn't even know the zombies had no direction. Like, I was like, oh, these are zombies. Like, I was completely bought in from the get-go. So I think, like, the enjoyment score, I'm going to give it a 7. I, 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 I'm going to go with 7.5. That's what I said. Which is, so. is kind of, I feel like that's kind of high, but I feel like the movie deserves the boost. So... My subjective ratings are getting the boost this time. I think it's interesting. The it seems the two people that saw the movie before and had like nostalgic ties in quotes uh, seem to have seem to like the movie less on this viewing. Definitely. Whereas me and Chase, we've never seen it before, it kind of surpassed our expectations on an entertainment level. Mm. Yes. Uh, So interesting. Right. So like it it came off too goofy. I, and goofy. I mean, yeah, yeah so exactly. Goofy. It was we, yeah, it, goofy. when we watched it as kids, it was scary, and then we're completely let down when we watch it later, and it's yeah, like it just seems like a joke. I've had that happen with some movies. Chase, if it makes you feel better, none of the actors in this movie ever did anything ever again. I was so. gonna say, <laughs> well, hey, hey, false because the remake that they dude, did. That's true. They, yeah, the, yeah. the uh, there's a couple of them. Oh, the, um, the, the one last thing. Yeah, Peter is like the like doomsdayer, the like yeah. Nostradamus like newscaster yeah. guy in the new one, and he ta- yeah. he he like relays that the quote in the movie he says like when 
hell is full or whatever, the dead will walk the earth or Which whatever. Which is a great quote. Yeah. It's, it's a great quote, actually. That, 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 that's kind of terrifying. That, that's actually what my last point was, is that quote. Uh, oh, fuck, I remember. Do you I'm a piece of shit. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. It's wow. a good quote. Fun fact about that quote, wow. he wrote that quote when he was blackout drunk. He doesn't remember writing that quote. George A. Romero? Yeah. So he, he was super drunk. He wrote a bunch of, of the scripts. That was one of the, the lines he wrote. He doesn't remember writing at all. And, and he's like, uh, that's good. I the thought that was actually a the part mo- of Makumba. It's one of the most <laughs> iconic lines that's, of that's the movie. That's how they write it in, yeah. yeah. Wow. That's well, the like, most iconic line from the movie. Kind of like a zombie when you're blackout drunk. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's a good note to end it. Thanks for listening, guys. Appreciate it. Cheers. Doing Probably Halloween, last movie of Spooky Season. That'll come out on Halloween. So, yeah. see you then. Oh, happy Halloween, everybody. <laughs>